Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Welcome to Cast and Crank Podcast. Today we have Casey Yorn. He is the Daiwa social media manager, also photographer for Daiwa. So he'll go out and do some of the shoots with the, the pros and some of the ads. And he also runs a social media. So he had a lot to say about photography and social media. A lot, a lot of good pointers. Hope you guys get something out of this that are photographers because he, he, he says some really cool stuff. Um, also... On the 19th, we're doing a shirt release. So we have our old shirt, and we sold it a little bit, a little bit online, and it was fun, cool. But the new one, uh, we had Kyle Gooniewolf on Instagram do a cool piece of art, and it came out awesome. I'm pretty stoked on it. So we're on episode 75. is awesome, but uh, this whole podcast is out of pocket for me, and it, it does tax me a little bit, and my wife complains and yells at me. Because I'll spend money on the podcast. So, to help supplement it, if you guys could help out so we can get some new mics and uh, some new cameras, we're selling a shirt, uh, and that shirt will be out the 19th at Ambitious Sales. It'll be us, Lateral Vision, Haggard Pirate, Mutiny Dive Co., and Dark Waters, all selling some gear for you guys for some, uh, cheap prices. It'll be it'll be a deal. Also, Eat Barrio is going to be out there to cook food, and of course, we'll have beer flowing so uh, come down, please. Come buy a shirt. If you can't come down, go online. I'll put a link up when we release it. Buy a shirt that way. Uh, if you could support, that's all I ask from, from you guys is just buy a shirt. Support our shirt. That's it. Uh, thanks again for listening. Check out 777 Concrete. Check out Ambitious Ales. We'll hopefully see all you guys down there and have a couple beers and hang out. All right, guys. See you later. 777 Concrete Designs provides affordable outdoor living spaces the whole family will enjoy. Whether it's a full backyard transformation or a simple 10 by 10 slab, we are your go-to company for all your hardscape needs. Let us transform your space today. We offer full outdoor kitchens, fire pits, fireplaces, driveway replacements, paver installation, block walls, and much, much more. Find out how our team can create a space the whole family will enjoy for years to come. 100% free consultations are available. No job is too big or too small. We proudly serve all of the OC, LA and the IE. Be sure to mention this ad on Cast and Crank Podcast or follow us on Instagram at 777 underscore concrete underscore designs for a 10% discount. 
Again, that's at 777 underscore concrete underscore designs on Instagram. Or call us today at 714-270-6788 and mention this ad. Ambitious Ales is a microbrewery located in the beautiful community of Bixby Knolls in Long Beach, California. They serve classic beers styled with unique ingredients that are perfect for both the craft beer enthusiast and those new to craft beer. Beer isn't your thing? This is still the spot for you. Ambitious Ales prides themselves in offering beers that even the non-beer drinker may enjoy. If you still can't find a beer you dig, then sip on some homemade cold brew coffee or their refreshing cold pop. So tell me about the beer you say. There's Floor, a Belgian table beer brewed with chamomile, lavender, and strawberries. There's Mangoes. A tart German wheat beer brewed with sea salt, coriander, and mangoes. And there's Next Collar, a hazy IPA brewed with 100% mosaic hops. Enjoy any of these in their laid-back tasting room where you can listen to some eclectic tunes, play a classic board game, and order tasty pizza from next door. If pizza isn't your thing, you can bring any outside food and pair it with one of the 12 beers on tap. The tasting room is kid and dog friendly, and did I mention they have a patio where you can enjoy a light, crisp beer while soaking in the California sun? So what are you waiting for? Check out Ambitious Ales, located at 4019 Atlantic Avenue in Long Beach. Cheers. It doesn't matter. It's a fucking podcast. <laughs> I don't know. You're the, profe- it, you're the dude. professional. I'm here. definitely not the professional. <laughs> All right, be nice to me. I will, man. Let's talk about your last photo shoot. Where'd you go? Uh, last photo shoot, I uh, just got back from Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, I was shooting with a uh, one of our reps uh, that works in the, the South uh, Gulf Coast area. Is this a, when you say rep? Is this a so we uh, our corporate office, Daiwa? We are in Cyprus. Mm-hmm. We cover all of North America. So we have um, sales reps. We we hire we have sales rep groups that work for us uh, that cover areas around the country for us, so they're kind of our eyes and ears in the field. So he is the Daiwa man for that area. So okay. that's everything. He has his own pro staff in that region. He handles all the dealers. Oh, okay. Um, everything. So I mean, he we we can't we don't have the manpower from our office. <clears throat> excuse me to uh to do everything. So we have the reps that I mean we have. I don't know. I'd say probably fifty to sixty across the country. Makes sense. I mean, yeah. I mean, you try to hit one estate, maybe if you think about it. I mean, yeah. God. Oh, at least, yeah. I mean, we have four here in Southern California. Wow. Yeah. So you, your rep takes care of the pro staff that they have needs. They come to him. Yeah. Kind of like that. Yeah. Okay. So obviously, every everything kind of gets funneled through us. Okay. So obviously, through the website, through the phone yeah. numbers, all that comes straight to our corporate office, mm-hmm. and then uh, we get all their info, find out where they are, what they're looking for, and put them in touch with the right guys. Nice. And who was that? Were you film uh, shooting for like a pro staff guy? No. So this one was just for for me. Um, uh, this one was just a social media uh, lifestyle okay. kind of content trip. Um, so he actually has a buddy who's a, a really good photographer, mm-hmm. and it's someone I've wanted to work with. So uh, we plan to get some lifestyle content, um, and he brought his buddy out so we can kind of relationship build a little bit and shoot together and um, see where things go from there. And you take care of the Instagram, social media? Yeah. Tyler? So I run all, all of our social media. Um, I, I help out with our web. Our, our web developer um, sits at the desk next to me. So we do a lot together. We're hand in hand pretty much. Yeah. yeah so okay. I mean, we want everything obviously to be um, seamless. I mean, we want yeah. it all to run in conjunction with each other. So um, we, we do a lot, but I run all of our social media. I do all of our in-house photography. Uh, and then I work a lot of our uh, consumer shows 
um, some of our youth angling events, uh, anything where we are interacting with the public. Mm-hmm. Do you, uh, did you work Fred Hall last year? Uh, I did. Yeah. Did? I worked Fred Hall. Every okay. Year. Yeah. Um, so how did you get this job, bro? <laughs> because so, you, it seems like you got, from what we've been talking like back and forth, you got two jobs in one, like you got to do your passion, which is fishing and, uh, shooting pictures, you know, like, I mean, and then you like, do you like doing the marketing part too? Correct. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I do. Um, I, I got lucky with how I got the job mm-hmm. and once I got it, I, I busted my ass to make sure I kept it and make sure I, was, I proved myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually worked for a uh, sports LA. Um, I ran the fishing department there in Torrance for about five or six years. Nice. Um, Sportually went out of business and we had our Daiwa rep, our local rep, uh, who I knew through work. And um, I found out we were going out of business and I reached out to him and said, hey, this is a company I've always liked. Uh, if you guys are looking for anyone, let me know. And I didn't hear anything back. And I was like, oh, well, <laughs> blew my chance. Oh, well. And... Um, about a week later, uh, I, th- I think I was out on the water. I-, I remember I wasn't at home and, um, I get a phone call and he's like a little frantic and he's like, what are you doing? And I'm <laughs> like, I, I'm, I'm busy right now. What, what's going on? And he's like, um, go home and send me your resume. He's like, somebody left yesterday. There's Ooh. an opening. Uh, I can get you an interview. And I was like, oh yeah, done. Like I, I have my resume ready to go. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't, I mean, I hadn't applied, <laughs> I had applied, I hadn't applied for a job in six years. Yeah. So I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, I got it. I, I just got to go home. I'll send it to you. Yeah. And so I run home and frantically write a new resume. Yeah. Google and, uh, how to do resumes. Exactly. Oh, I did it all. I did it all. <laughs> Best resume. Exactly. I pulled out all the stops and, um, uh, I, I sent it to him and they called me the next day and they wanted an interview and they hired me on the spot. Dude. And that position was for what? So I actually started as a customer service representative. Okay. I was on the phones, uh, handling consumer questions, parts orders, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I always wanted to work in marketing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I actually told them in, in my interview, that's my goal. I want to work in marketing here. I've that's always cool. liked Iowa. Yeah. Um, I enjoy the marketing side of things. Uh, I, and that's my goal is I, I want to work in marketing here. Um, and so I was about a year in on the phones and they created a position for me uh, in the marketing department as a brand new position. And, um, just kind of went from there. I mean, How long were you uh, customer service for? Uh, just under a year, I think. Wow. Yeah. And how long you been at Daiwa now? Uh, about three and a half years. Really? Mm-hmm. So it's pretty new to you too still, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. I yeah. mean, especially we, we have a lot of lifers there. I mean, we, it's a great company to work for. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a ton of people there that have been there for 10, 15. I mean, I think the longest is, uh, 30 something years. Wow. I mean, there's guys that have been there for a yeah. very, very long time. It's yeah. a very good company to work for. It's a great environment. Uh-huh. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm absolutely, I mean, there's guys now that are newer than me, but <laughs> relatively speaking, I'm, I'm new, Pretty new on yeah. the totem pole for sure. Um, so how did the photography play into the whole picture have you been uh doing photography whole life or i haven't actually um i uh i got into that uh i would say about four years ago so i'm still pretty new into that too i mean i I, obviously i I enjoy it and i've I've done what i can to kind of get my craft where i I need it to be to, Mm -hmm. to do well in my job but um it started as a fishing thing i had a buddy um my buddy chris from current crew um 
he's always been as a person and as a photographer and an inspiration and just a great friend. And, uh, I, he was always the, the guy. Yeah. He he had the nice camera. He had all the cool gear. And so when we go fishing, it was always like, that was the added bonus. Like, oh shit, I I hope we get (laughs) something. I'm going to get a good shot of myself. I hope we we catch some good fish today. Like Chris is coming with the camera. Mm -hmm. And, um, then I kind of started talking to him about it and, um, I have a very addictive personality. So I knew like, if I, if I get into another hobby, like I, <laughs> this is kind of like, uh, I think I started with it when sportually had already closed. Mm-hmm. So like, I'm kind of in between, I don't have a lot of extra money and, but I, I knew I, I enjoyed it. And then, uh, I, I really, I mean, he gave me, I give him a lot of credit. He, What's he, your first camera? You he gave me a lot of guidance. I bought a, uh, I've, I've shot all Sony. Um, so I started with an a 6,000. Okay. Um, which, which is a nice camera to start off with. Yeah. Well, that, that, that was <laughs> one of the I'm things. Just because I'm a Canon I, guy and I, I only bought Canons to film, not to. Yeah. So I bought a, I got for Christmas, my wife bought me a Rebel T6. Mm-hmm. And then I just bought the uh, M50, Canon M, is it M500 or one of them. Nice. Way better than the T6 as a shoe. Yeah, yeah. So, but I've, I looked at the A, I want to say 5,000. It was a step below, but they're nice. So I kind of know what you're talking about a little bit, but that's a, a higher end camera to start off with, correct? I mean, yeah. So that, and that that's one of the things I I was glad I had Chris for mm-hmm. is he he kind of told me because he'd been through all this obviously, and um, I mean just like with any hobby, if you jump into it wrong, you think it's a hobby you don't enjoy. Yeah. So he told me um, you're going to spend a grand. Yeah. And he makes said sense. no matter what you buy. He said, these are the couple I'd recommend, uh, spend a grand Mm -hmm. on a lens and a camera. If you spend anything less, it's barely a step up above an iPhone camera. Yeah. You're going to think you don't like photography and you'll get out of it. Exactly. And I, I'm glad I did. I mean, I, I, I shot the first time with that and I'm like, I, I I really like this. I mean, it's it's such a noticeable difference. And now how many cameras do you have? Right now I, I only have two. Um, Which is cool to hear because I'm sure there's a lot of people that have like 10, you yeah. know, but in your mind, do you feel like you can do what you want with those two? Oh, it's never enough. <laughs> it's like fishing. Do you feel like you can do what you need to do with whole, the amount of fishing stuff until you Until now, yes. <laughs> so you're done? You don't until need the, any, well, any more fishing stuff? The only reason I didn't buy more fishing stuff is because I don't want any. <laughs> so, yeah. No, but I get what you're saying. Yeah, it's, it's... Yeah, I mean, it's it's. there's always the next coolest thing. There's always the the type of shot you need this type of lens for or this type of housing or, or this type of filter. So it's always a, it's always an evolution into the next thing. And I just have to kind of figure out, uh, is, is it worth it? I mean, am I going to get my value out of this? Do you buy, do you have a decent amount of lenses then? Uh, I have quite a few, um, Lenses are kind of something that you, especially with fishing, I mean, mm-hmm. you learn to fine tune and get down to the, the bare necessities. I mm-hmm. mean, it, it's tough, especially out on the boats to, um, be constantly swapping lenses for different types of shots. So I've gotten now to where I have my go-tos. Um, I have three that I use almost 90% of the time. Okay. I'd say I have probably five or six, but, um, this, the, the 24 to 70, that, that's my running gun. Okay. I, I would say I use that lens 80% of my okay. my shots when I'm out in the water. Do um, you feel like uh, with, I always ask this, I'm going to say this on the camera version though. So social media, I feel like everybody's a amateur photographer now. 
Yeah. Kind of like fishing, you know, everyone everyone learns. Do you feel like people might use too many filters and too much uh, processing to get the real picture? Like, you know, you want to get that great picture, but you think you got to work more on getting the view and, you know, setting the, the settings instead of just going to a LUT or whatever they're using, you know? I I do. Um, I, I think having, a, I wouldn't say mentor, but some sort of guidance, I think, is leaps and bounds more important than anything. Um, because that, that is the first thing I heard is when I started taking pictures and I would send them to my buddies who are photographers, mm-hmm. that's exactly what they'd say. It looks like you ran it through an Instagram filter. It yeah, looks like you yeah. overprocessed. And the the key, what, what always stuck with me more than anything is you want it to be, you want to edit it to where you almost can't tell it's edited. Yes. You want it to look like a, just a natural, great shot. And if people don't think you edited, mm-hmm. that, that's phenomenal. I mean, that's, that's the ideal. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's Instagram obviously has its, all, all the crazy <laughs> filters and, but yeah, I, it's, but it's cool to hear a perspective. Like I, I like it's something that I, I'm not in my lane right now. So it's like, I have questions about like photography. Like yeah. it's, it's something popular, like fishing to us. I feel like photography, like you can, you can find a lot your buddies. If you look at your personal Instagram, how many dudes are photographers on there? You know, or how many dudes are fishermen or how many dudes? It's one of those things that people get a niche for. It's like, yeah. Oh, everyone's taking pictures now. How many of my wife's friends have a fucking photography company? You know what I'm saying? No, no, it's like yeah, everyone. I, I so it's cool to hear like a perspective of like, Hey, you did this. You're doing it for a company now from a hobby. You're kind of doing another part of your job is taking the photos. So to hear it from your perspective of like, this is my route. This right. is kind of like how I did it. So it's cool to hear, you know, like what you think, what you, you think the most important things to focus on. You might have a guy listening that might be getting in photography and be like, Oh fuck, I didn't think of that. You know? Yeah, no, so, I, I, that, that's exactly how I was. I, yeah. I never really thought it would be, it, I mean, that was never, not even in the back of my mind. I mean, when I bought the camera, it was never, oh, I hope this helps my job one day. Yeah. Um, it was just something that I, I enjoyed. I mean, it, it was just an extension of the fishing. Mm-hmm. I wanted cool fishing shots. Um, and then it, it sort of turned into, um, something that helped. I mean, I, I started running the social media pages and I was able to take my own shots and set up my own shots Were as you, opposed to... Did you run social media pages before Daiwa? I did. Um, I actually uh, ran Bass Knuckles clothing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Chris um, Bona? Yep. Yeah. Chris Bona and Kenny yeah. Plunk and Jacob Allen, all yeah. those guys. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I worked uh, I worked for Bass Knuckles for about three or four years. Oh, wow. Uh, before Daiwa. That's cool. Yeah. Did you do any design or help with any of that? Uh, not really. It's mostly just the the internet and social media side of it. So you were taking pictures of everyone and yeah, kind of yeah. It was it was. Very, you were doing photography very then too. Uh, I started the photography late in the Bass Knuckles game. Uh, when I started with Bass Knuckles, it was just running social media, um, and then I picked up the photography and started with that. Yeah, and that obviously helped the the social media aspects of it. Um, and yeah, and then then Daiwa happened and obviously the, the so you were doing media. that when you were working at sports chalet uh the camera no the uh bass knuckle yes okay yeah um what are some key points that you could tell people like that are building an instagram page like i'm sure you learned about algorithms i'm sure you learned about fucking posting i know yeah. you know like certain pictures not putting text in the pictures stuff like that 
what are some key things like if you could say well you're learning this kind of oh, fucked man. me over or this you know this didn't work there's a there's you know? a lot i mean i i could not i i wouldn't call myself an expert by any standards but but you built a I've, couple yeah of different, i've done it and we have we have i mean relatively speaking compared to the industry we have a, a successful page yeah um there's a lot of things. I mean, it, some of them are the obvious ones. Um, be very corporate. Um, don't get into Facebook and Instagram arguments. Don't argue <laughs> in the comments. Um, it's easy to do, guys. Yeah, I mean, it. it, it it's something that I, I can tell you from experience that if you're applying for a job, we're looking at your social media. Oh, wow. So um, if there's things where you're posting uh, ridiculous out there type things or things that wouldn't be a good brand image um, that is taken into account. So it's it's um, it's one of those things where if, if that's what you're serious about, if that's what you're running your page for, um, you have to take it serious. Yeah. I mean, it's it's basically your resume at that point. Um, I, the, the big one for me is is do it because you love it, I think. I mean, I, I, I never, I never do things because I think someone will like it or because... Uh, I think it's it's going to benefit myself in a certain way. Um, if I'm taking shots, it's because I think they're creative shots. That's for you feel like you're putting your art out. Yeah, like you're like going, "Hey, I love this. This is what I like. Here you go, see it." Right, kind of. And thing. obviously, okay. that, so that that's how I run my personal page. Okay, exclusively. Um, obviously, so, the company page is yeah, different. That's the difference. So is the, like- there is oversight and things like that where you have to fit into the parameters of working for a company. Um, but I mean it. it that's kind of why I was hired is they, they enjoy my vision and the, the direction I have yeah. for the page. So it's worked out well. Um, I haven't luckily ran into any issues or had any, <laughs> do you uh, have to respond to all the DMS and stuff? Yeah. Oh, fuck. there's a lot. <laughs> How do I get on pro stuff, bro? Oh, uh, I'm sure I have, I'm sure I have about six of those since I showed up here. Do you get a lot of those? Oh, do you ever get shocked with people that like might be someone really big? You're like, Oh shit. Yeah, I bet that happens too, right? Like yeah. you're like, oh, yeah. I mean, that could that, that's pretty cool sometimes too. Yeah. How about there's, any? There's how about any some... famous people? You ever had famous people go, hey, yeah. I fish, I like dialogue. I can't, I can't, <laughs> I can't really name drop, but yes, there yes. have been, there have been. Because this, week, this weekend hey, actually, there was one. I seen the Rock, dude. He fishes. The the last I've tried. I'll, <laughs> I'll, t- I'll tell you that one because <laughs> because I, I, I my failed. wife told I failed me on it. My wife he, told me to message him. He put I I tried. Uh, <laughs> The last he's fishing the picture, guy, right? No, the last fishing picture he posted was an old Iowa. Oh shit! And the so one I, where he has the uh, yeah, it was a glass the, of whiskey. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. And so I hit him up from the page, and I'm like trying to, hey, you, looks like you need a, a, a newer, newer, yeah. newer model. And I never heard back. So he doesn't. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But it? yeah, we we've had quite a few. Um, That's crazy. Quite like a few Benny people Florentino reach out. Did a, he did? I think he did Magic Mike on a charter really i probably shouldn't say that because what if you told me in confidence <laughs> this might get bleeped out guys <laughs> i'm not i'm gonna bleep that shit out because he might have said that in confidence no yeah is it paid pay charter yeah yeah i don't want to give a shit right i mean no not at all on, benny sorry if i did but i mean that's crazy when you get someone famous it's like yeah fuck that dude likes fishing you know like he's throwing his dick around and he's like you know what i'm saying like yeah you can, it's cool to see like different dudes. Yeah. yeah, Chris you, Pratt. You get Chris that, Pratt's like, a big one. They're, yeah, they're normal people, and sometimes it's yeah. it's, ha- it's hard to envision them as that. right. Yeah, we ha- we have a couple guides down in Florida. Really, um, and one of them is a 
I guess it's Mike. Someone in Mike Trout's family oh, lives yeah. right there. Oh, and I, so every every year he goes out there and he fishes with one of our guys. No way, he does it out here too. I think he's fished. Yeah. I want to say he's fished with like Jerry or like someone. Yeah, you got one of your shots at Longfin, right? Is that your shot? Yes, that's kind of cool. That's my that that is my pride and joy. Is it? That was my first one. Yeah, yeah, I ripped that was my it off. first. My first big one. Oh, I know. <laughs> hey, I'll, my shirt. I'll, hey, I'll, be, I'll be wearing the shirt. Don't worry. <laughs> Our new shirt rips off the. I gave the 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 guy that drew it the uh, idea for a bass fisherman on a boat, and I took. I liked that picture of uh, Casey took of Jerry Mayhew. It's like a super fucking cool picture with the Thank background you. casting, like caught everything like perfectly. Thank you. And I think he uses it on SBS too. I think he uses it on the cover. Yep. Yeah, yeah used it as used it for the uh, the schedule. Yeah, background. that's a cool. Yeah. Now, how did you get that? Were you down low? Or were you? Uh, yes, yeah, so that was that was boat to boat. That was okay. a setup shot. I mean, we went out there specifically for the long fin, mm-hmm. um, and it was I don't know five six hour day. And wow, two thousand shots. Really? Well, a lot of what we're doing with with water. I mean, anything fishing, casting, mm-hmm. anything like that, where you're trying to capture splash, water movement, casting. Um, you're shooting at a, a really, really high shutter rate. So it might be one cast that's three, four seconds, but it's 50 shots. Wow. So, uh, and when you're out on the water, you're, you're not really checking. Yeah. I and mean, you're, you're setting up your shot and you're taking 15, 20 in a row and from moving what you're on to the seeing, next. Like you're doing exactly. off your eye. Yeah. So we, we had the, the composition in mind. Um, we knew what exactly what we were looking for and mm-hmm. we tried a bunch of different angles, a bunch of different backgrounds and, um, that was the one that worked out, and God, it's a great they, picture, they blew it up. It's like, tw- I think it's... With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, motion sounds something like this. Kizik helps you experience the magic of motion. With over 200 patents and easy-on, easy-off technology, you'll never have to touch your shoes again. There are hundreds of styles and colors, plus a squish like nothing you've ever felt. For a limited time, get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. 25 feet tall by Dude, like I would be taking girls by there on dates and be like, hey. Oh, man. Guess yeah, who shot that picture, man? That was, yeah. That was, that was the first one. I, I, I've been lucky enough. I have my, my shots on a couple different uh, um, tackle shop windows across the country now. Yeah. But that, you, that was the first one where I was like, man, I... That's they, super cool. They like they like what I do. This is, this is working. This Did is you working. do that for Longfin or Daiwa? Uh, for Longfin through Daiwa. Okay. If that makes sense. Yeah. Makes so sense. we we have a um, kind of a collaborative effort that we do with our dealers that we help them out with advertising and things like that. If so they're going to do something with yeah, your window product. Window wraps, okay. uh, real cases, um, POP displays, things like that. So um, we help out. We have kind of a, a, a game plan we run through. Do you um, deal with a lot of that too with the tackle shops? Yeah, well, that, that's kind of what a lot of my shoots have turned okay. into um, is shooting for that type of material, um, shooting lifestyle shots or, or specific type of yeah. shots where um, 
like uh this this texas one was for um a sporting goods store in that area and they have specific parameters that they need specific types of shots um and so we go out and shoot in those parameters uh to get those images will you go out with their local Iowa guy yeah yeah okay. that, that was the the okay. rep our rep that uh that i shot with um he's a local rep for that local, location he's and he's a texas probably born, really good fisherman too right raised. people know him yeah okay. uh yeah i mean we he's he's the daiwa guy i mean he's okay um we have guides um that are more along the lines of the the well-known fishing guys okay um he's the the daiwa uh, basically an extension of our, our corporate office just in that area okay so you use him on the picture for that that particular shot or was it we we used a pro staffer okay um so that's what i was kind of saying is you use you'll use a guide and a pro staffer in that area to do it it depends it depends really that that goes back into the same thing where um the image the image matters yes so what you look like starts to matter oh man um So, I mean, it, it's... Hey, letting you guys yeah. know, I probably wouldn't be up on the thing because my image isn't that good. <laughs> no, I mean, I... You got to be in shape, bro. You got to be put, lifting. I'd put you on a billboard. <laughs> That's cool, though, to hear some different, you know... Yeah. You're a social media guy, so you would be like... It kind of matters, you know, like how something looks. Yeah, I mean, it. it it's not always us. It's a lot of the, the bigger... Um, Influences, we'll say, too, right? Yeah, sporting goods stores and things like yeah. that where... Um, I mean, if you think about it, ne- next time you walk through, let's say like a Walmart or no, or a now Dix, I'm gonna think about look, it. Look, look at the the all the the branding. Look at all the images that are actual lifestyle images. I mean, yeah. it, even if it's not fishing, yeah, I mean, the ones where they're wearing wearing tying up running shoes and things like that. It's never anyone that's wild, outlandish. It's, yes, it's very middle of the road. Yep, um, nothing too crazy, mm-hmm. and the shot is what matters. Yeah, so that that that's important. Wow. Um, so that's kind of. That, that was another thing I had to learn getting into this is before it was like, Oh, this is a cool shot. And then you start to learn like, Oh, well this is a cool shot, but it's not going to work. It's, it's shot horizontally yeah. and we need a, we need a vertical fixture. So you, you really start to take it, all that stuff into account when you are, uh, out in the water shooting for something specific. Do you remember your first photo shoot with Daiwa where you're like, Oh shit. Uh, yeah, it was a Bren Ehler. Was it, was it local? Uh, yeah, Lake Paris. Okay. So was that your first, like, Hey, we're using you. You're up to bat, you know, like fucking here it comes. Yeah, it's, it was, uh, it was terrifying <laughs> for sure. Absolutely. I mean, it, it was, was it, was it just you those... on your own or did you have another yeah. person helping you? No, I, I just went out with, uh, with Brent. Um, and it was a, a very relaxed, I mean, it, there was no, um, parameters on that one. It, it was like, was it a pilot boat or just one boat? Uh, just his. Okay. So it was just me and him. We went out. And uh, fished a little bit and got a bunch of shots. And um, I was, I mean, to me, I, I was still starstruck. I mean, I was. <laughs> yeah, right. I, I, would I, be too. I remember that the very first time uh, I got a text message from Brent Ayler, I screenshotted the notification and sent, <laughs> and sent it to my friends. I mean, it blew me away. That uh, someone like that was texting someone like me. And I'm like, this is crazy. Like, no, this, I, this I, is my this is my job now. Like, I can't believe this is real. <laughs> so that that's kind of what I I started with is I the job I got lucky with how I got it but mm-hmm. I I bust my ass every day I mean I make sure no, I'm, I'm worthy of, of staying here I mean yeah. I, I I want them to appreciate what I do um so I mean I I make sure I I, I work hard to prove that I I belong here yeah because like you yeah. said there's, there's plenty of guys that are photographers now that 
would love to step up. Yeah, but you have different uh, things you can do than just photography like you do for the company. That's a, you're a multi-tool, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, um, yeah, I did the same thing with Tito. Tito messaged me back, Ortiz. Mm-hmm. And this is like when I first started. This is like last November. Just started the podcast. I think I had like 10 episodes. I messaged Tito. He's like, let's do it on Thanksgiving. And I'm like, fuck, dude, my wife's gonna <laughs> fucking kill me. I'm like, what do you, what, uh, what should I do? And I'm thinking, and I sent it to my buddy, and I'm like, what do you think? He's like, oh my God, bro, no way. I'm like, that's fucking not, I, I'm a big MMA guy. So yeah. it's Tito and it's fishing. Yeah. So it's like, and I said, I can't. He's like, I'm gonna do about next Saturday. He's like, I gotta fight. It was a Chuck Liddell Tito fight, oh, the shit. last one. And then after that, never responded. <laughs> I fucking blew the pooch on that one. Yeah, I heard he's a cool guy. Yeah, me too. Bona, uh, Chris Bona and those guys are yeah buddies with him. Yeah, so him before I'm like, ah man, I've, I've, I wish I would have got him. But hey, that's cool. Like when you get into the fishing more, like some of the guys, like I, I've been like uh, the Ben Secret Decker, like dudes that I'm yeah. like, wow, these are big guys. You know, coming on the podcast. Oh, I told you from the um, beginning when you when you messaged me, I'm like, I. I've seen the names you've had on here, and I'm like, "What are you? <laughs> but it's not what are you that, doing inviting me?" But it's not about that. Like, there's dudes like where I'm like, "You're interesting. You have a good story." Like, I like hearing about like your photography is great, Thank amazing. You. I appreciate. So, it. like, I have dudes that are small that are just musicians, or dudes that are yeah. just something else, you know. Like, so to me, it's more of like I have a great conversation with the guy about something that I know a little about, but I want to know more about it, you know. Like, right. so like for instance, your Instagram when you're when you're taking over someone's Instagram. When you're thinking of, I'm going to make a post, like say Bass Knuckles, you want to make sure you get the most likes, correct? Views. Yeah. Uh, insights, however that works. What are you thinking when you're making the post? Does it depend on a picture of like a shirt? Does it depend on a picture of a person? Like what? what's your plan? When you're making a post like that, I'm just saying for people that might like be building their Instagram site or something like that, it might be helpful. It depends. I mean, if if, if you're selling products, product is, is king. Uh-huh. Um so I mean, obviously, if you look at our, <clears throat> excuse me, if you look at the Daiwa page, mm-hmm. um, there's a lot of products. I mean, it does very well, and people like cool, creative gear shots, and we do a lot of that. Do you do the gear shots too? Yeah, yeah, I do. So, all are of. you doing the uh, when you post on Instagram, you're taking pictures of reels, stuff like that? That's yep. cool, man. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So I mean that that that's important, obviously, if you're trying to sell something. Yeah. Um, but the other thing and i would say almost more important is the the image you're trying to portray um and not literally the image i think the the brand image yes um so what you're trying to put out there what you're trying to convey as far as who you guys are and what you represent um so i mean it it varies i I don't think there's a specific formula for it but um that that's kind of the key is is what are you trying to put out there who are you as a brand which i think is a good point because it's like Sometimes people will put off-brand stuff up. Like I, yeah. I'm not, I don't know what it is. I've done it. I, I don't even know if I'm a brand, but I'll put bullshit stuff up, and it'll get a lot of likes. It's funny, mm. or you know. But it's kind of like I've seen them, and yeah. I know what you're talking about. It's like it might not. Why is that up? You right. know, or some random thing. But that's a good point because it. it I mean, if you're trying to build up something like an Instagram page, you got to really make sure think about something before you put it up right? well what i what i've always tried to do and i give chris and kenny at bass knuckles a ton of credit for mm-hmm. letting me be creative and, and kind of run the page the way i wanted to run it they yeah. had a lot of trust in me obviously die was corporate so it's a little different but 
Um, do you got to get an okay from corporate before you post something? No, no. I, they, they trust me. That's great. Um, but there's still, I mean, there's, there's a different direction we need to go in. Um, but I mean, it's, it's, you really have to, to pay attention to what you're trying to get out there as far as who you are. So like with, with Bass Knuckles, for example, I mean, we were, it's very beachy SoCal. I mean, it is a, it's a small brand in Southern California. So it's wall pictures and it's hanging out and it's having fun and there's guys drinking beers and it's not a big deal. Like that, that's kind of the the image that was helping with selling the brand. I mean, that's who they were. That's who we were. Mm -hmm. And, um, you, you have to remember that, uh, if you think about it from your perspective, right. Following mm-hmm. a page, if you follow a page, it's because you like the type of content they post. So if they go outside of that, you no longer fall into that category of like, Hey, I like the type of things these guys post. Yes. So you have to stay consistent, um, with the overall image you're putting out. Because if you're constantly trying to reinvent yourself or, or change uh, what you're putting out there, then mm-hmm. people get disinterested. So, I mean, there might be guys that, that like that, that like the the fun and the beer drinking and they fish the wall too. And yeah. then we start posting uh, bluegill pictures all the time <laughs> at, at yeah. some city lake. And it's like, oh, that's not why I followed these guys. Yeah. So it, it that that's a, a huge part of it. Um, but like I mentioned too, I mean, if, if you're trying to sell product, product's king. So, um, a cool shot that highlights the product is yeah. the ideal situation. Definitely makes sense. I mean, that's a good piece of advice to give people that are kind of running a, a page. You think, um, like posting too frequently could affect. Absolutely. Yeah. Too frequently and too infrequently. Okay. Um, absolutely. Do you think that what the happy, what's the happy medium for you? Uh, it, <laughs> I don't want to give a number because I ha- I I know what ours is based on my research on the type of ages we run. So say but- say if you did something for like a uh, a I don't know a clothing company, let's say Bass Knuckles. If you were like, okay, this is for what Bass Knuckles are a different type of company, not just you know. Well, I, th- I think the the other thing too is is being less corporate and more personable. I mean, mm-hmm. finding out what what works for your followers. I mean, they're what's most important and they're what's going to drive the business. They're what drives the page. So if you start posting twice a day and you realize your engagement's just dropping off, people don't care. Even your pictures that you think are really cool that would generally do really well on your page and the engagement starts dropping off, then you got to cut it back. Do you Um, look more at engagements or more at likes? It depends on what type of post. There's there's posts that we use that are straight. We know we're going to get likes and that's about it. And then there's posts we'll set up where we're looking for engagement, where we're looking for conversations, we're looking for people to comment, Shares, tag buddies, stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And then, yeah. what do you think is like a good uh, for engagement? Like, what's a good percentage? Like, say, like if you have a thousand followers, is it like having cool having a hundred or ten? It, it's tricky. I mean, with, with the engagement and algorithms and things like that, it, there's. 10 articles you can read and get nine different answers. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it, it <laughs> I, I really don't have a solid answer for that. It, it's, it's very, do you have something you shoot for like a percentage rate? Not a percentage rate. No. Um, we have a couple parameters that we shoot for as far as likes, um, how quickly we're getting those likes. 
Um, so you're looking for quick lights, not something over like five or six days. You're looking for something like, yeah, I mean, we, yeah, we have a couple different ways we keep an eye on posts mm-hmm. and, um, and how well they're doing. Um, and one of them is, is how quickly they're gaining the majority of their likes. Yeah. That's cool, man. It's interesting shit for me. Cause I'm like, ah, you're like run something, you know, like pretty big and it's, 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 you have it's like still, a honestly, it's, you know, still, like it's still a, very, it's still very interesting to me too. I mean, I, I'm still, I'm. Like I said, I mean, I, I've been doing this for a couple of years now. Yeah, and and, and a couple of years before that with with bass knuckles, but um, I still consider myself very very green in this industry. Yeah. So um, I still have a lot to learn. Um, I'm absolutely my own harshest critic when it comes to social media photography, especially. Um, yeah. So I mean, I, I'm always always looking to improve. Um, I've always really believed in surrounding myself with people who are better than me at what I do mm-hmm. and forcing myself to keep up. Yeah, definitely. And let's, uh, let's get into fishing now. All right. I'm sure people are like enough fucking social media <laughs> cameras. I'm like, well, uh, I'm sure, every, I'm sure everyone you've had on here is bigger social media following than I do. So, <laughs> um, let's, so what, what do you usually do? I'm like, what this time of year, what are you trying to fish this time of year? Uh, we're going yellow. Tail. I'm going yellow tail tomorrow. Are you? Yeah. Oh, wow. What's your go-to setup, bro? Go to, um, I'm Alexa guy. 400 or 300? 400. 400? Yeah, I go Proteus. Uh, okay. I like our Proteus win, but our, our regular Proteus is awesome too. Cool. Um, Proteus, Alexa 400, 65 braid to 40 pound J Flora. Wow. Now you like fishing stripers too, right? I do. And is, are you using the same setup pretty much? Uh, no, I, I fish swim baits for green bass and striper. And um, what are you using on a line wise on that? Uh, it depends on what I'm throwing. Um, most of the time it's, it's slide swimmers, which will throw a uh, 20 pound, mm-hmm. uh, um, mono, 20 pound mono. Yeah. Yeah. I, I generally fish mono for all my swim baits. Um, but I mean, I'm not a, I wouldn't, <laughs> I don't even like getting asked questions about advice on swim baits. Well, not I, even advice. Just yeah, what no. you do, you know, like that's what we want to know is the, uh, we're, we're talking about you. So it's like a conversation. Yeah. It's like, if I came up to you and was like, what do you like throwing bro? You know, like, yeah, I fish, um, I fish, I fish 20. How about do you fish any of those new? Uh, you Daiwa is kind of part of that. Is Evergreen or what is that company? Yeah, so um, we are the sole U.S. distributor for Evergreen. Okay, so we carry um, all of Ever- Evergreen U.S., um, but the company is Evergreen International. Are you using their swim bait rods? Uh, no, so. Those, <laughs> no, I, well, I heard well, they're, they're pretty good. They're re- I heard no, they're I, really I, nice I rods. Them. They're, yeah. they're great. Yeah. Um, I being in the position I'm in, mm-hmm. um, I have to fish products we carry. Okay. Fish products we can sell. Okay. And those we don't carry in the U.S. Um, so it's the same with Daiwa. Same with any other company in the industry. I mean, that has yeah. an international branch. Um, they might have a specific rod or reel in Japan mm-hmm. um, that we don't carry here. Oh, so, really? Yeah. That's kind of crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you get to fish the swim baits they have or anything like that? Yeah, I fish some of their cool stuff. Yeah. 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 I works pretty good, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they have, they have some good stuff. Yeah. What uh, What's your go-to swim bait if you're going to go strap your fishing usually? Slide swimmer. Really? Yeah. Wow. Slide swimmer or lunker punker, depending really? on where, where I am. Lunker punker. What, yeah, what time like, of year. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Castaic all the time? Castaic, yeah. Castaic's kind of my, I consider my home lake. Not yeah. super close, but that's what I fished the most um, growing up and, and still now when yeah. it comes to freshwater. And how long have you been fishing for now? Uh, I've been fishing since I can remember. Kid. Yeah. Your dad fish? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. 
Yeah. That's cool. He got you into fishing. He got me into fishing. Really? Yeah. That was the uh, first first memory I have of fishing is my dad took me. No way. Um, do you still fish with your dad? I do. Uh, That's not, cool. Not as often as, as I would like or he would like, I'm sure. But uh, yeah. he's a busy guy and I'm, I'm busy too. So yeah. But yeah, we, we still fish together. Um, but yeah, he, uh, he got me into it. I actually, I, I hated it. I mean, the first, <laughs> the first memory I have is my dad taking me up to the mountains on our, our guy's trip with my grandpa and my uncle. And, uh, I cried and I, did you, did I think you I was cat and caught in your hand or something? Five. No, I just didn't lie. I just didn't want to be there. Not into it. Yeah. Didn't want to be there. It was too hot. We're out in the desert. I didn't want to yeah. be there. And uh, I um, hear you. Then I, I, I remember vividly. I mean, I, I, don't have the greatest memory and i yeah i remember vividly when i was like six i still remember everything about my no first way. my first fish and it was a rainbow trout dude and that's awesome from then on it was game on yeah and i i enjoyed it thoroughly <laughs> after that i uh remember mine i it was at ralph b clark right here yeah and uh my uncle took me and my dad he was my uncle's i was talking about he fished bass backwards forever i went to cast it was like for bluegill and I caught the fucking hook in the back of my leg and I set the hook and I was screaming and it was, I was like eight or nine and I'm like, fuck this, never doing this again. And I remember taking my son when he was like, we went to Ralph, um, uh, regional, mm-hmm. gave him a little like trout lure. They stock trout. So he's throwing it. And I remember him getting the, the hook caught in his hand and then ripping his hand into his sweater so everything got caught in the sweater and he's screaming his fucking ass off. And I'm like, be quiet. People are going to think I'm beating you. You know, like, <laughs> it, it was crazy. But it, I mean, the memories you get, like, even though he doesn't really care for fishing as much, my oldest, my middle ones kind of does. But I can remember just putting those two memories together is like, kind of like, I can remember, you know, like something big in they my stick. memory yeah, yeah they, they stick. stick even though they're not great memories they're fucking horrible ones yeah no I, I the first memory i mean yeah. I, I couldn't tell you a single thing that happened fishing wise <laughs> between like six and probably 15 right. but the first time i ever went i was miserable i hated it i cried and I, I remember the whole thing yeah and then the next next trip i remember catching my first fish that's nice and those they just stick i don't know does your is your dad pretty stoked that you like work at daiwa like he's like oh wow. yeah yeah he's, he's He's one of my number one fans. That's he's, cool. He's a big sporter. Absolutely. Especially because your dad fishes. It's like, wow, to see my son like yeah. get a job in the industry is like, cool, a good job. You know, like, yeah, that's cool, man. Yeah, he's, he's, my, both my parents have been yeah. my number one fans. Does your mom fish too? Or no. no. <laughs> my, uh, uh, my, I have a little sister too. My mom and my, oh, my sister really? hate everything about fish. <laughs> they don't, they don't eat it. They don't fish. They don't get it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, my, my dad. My dad does fish. That's cool, man. Yeah. That's really cool. I like that. And it's, hearing the stories is like something that I always like to hear a little bit about someone's background, especially the camera stuff, dude, is like, it's super cool. What's your uh, local tackle shop? I have a lot. Name them all. Name like where you like to go to just because I like people to go to the tackle shops like when we. Well, our, our, our closest one being at work and I usually call my lunch breaks is, <laughs> is performance tackle right here. Yeah. Um, they're great to us. Mm-hmm. Um, long fin obviously is a, is a big one too. Um, but I mean, we have, I mean, save we got, on fucking, we have, there, yeah, right? we got save on fisherman's access. We got, um, I mean, tackle warehouse, tackle direct. I mean, we have, yeah. we have a lot of good dealers yeah. on our side. So yeah, we kind of spread the love. Well, dude. Thanks for coming on, bro. This is a yeah, lot of fun. Absolutely. Thank I you. I like for having, having me. you break down all the, the gear, like kind of something different. Um, they can check you out at where? 
Daiwa Social Media mm-hmm. is Daiwa USA. And that's on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Mm-hmm. Search Daiwa USA on any of those. They'll pop right up. Uh, personal page is Casey underscore Yorn. C-A-S-E-Y underscore Y-O-E-R-N. And if you guys want to see some really killer pictures, dude, he puts a lot of cool stuff up. So uh, go check him out, and uh, we'll see you guys on the next one. Thanks for watching. Or listening, I guess. I don't know.